0: Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) Welcome to (laughs) Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. (laughs) That's cute.
1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Well, I just had the most delightful dinner situation with doctor, not doctor, professor. You would think he's a doctor, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, he might as well be. Had you not met him yet? No, I had met him,
2: but... We're like bearing the lead. It's Augustinus Botter. (laughs) People are like, who the hell are you talking to? The bow tie legend. A German man with a bow tie. I learned that he played the French horn. I was sitting across from him at dinner. They had this dinner because there is a pop up. Everybody that lives in L.A. at the Grove that they're going to be extending, I think, through like the beginning of December, which is exciting. Ooh, that's a long time. Yeah, it's the longest that box has ever seen, apparently. I love that box. There's a box outside of Nordstrom at the Grove. Beauty brands are in and out of there. Lickety split. Augustinus Botter is not. He's there for a residency. <laughs> so they had a dinner that was hosted by Melanie Griffith. And she is stunning. And she told me that the shirt she was wearing was a gift from her friend, Jamie Lee Curtis. NBD. Not a big deal at all. Her pants were favorite daughter. Shout out to the Foster sisters.
0: I didn't know they made anything other than shirts.
2: No, they apparently make these really cute trouser-like pants that I was totally digging. She looks so good. No, she's beautiful. She's just so beautiful. I was looking her up because I used to be obsessed with Now and Then, obviously. There was another movie, though, that her and her ex-husband, Don Johnson, who is Dakota Johnson's father did. Why am I blanking on the name? Anyways, it was incredible. But I was looking her up and it was like, what's she known for on IMDb? It's like baby like voice. And just like the way that she talks, it's almost like calming, but just comfortable because you just recognize it. It was fabulous. So we went to this dinner. I sat next to Amy Chang. She's a great plus one. Yes. We had an amazing conversation. She's helping me with my elimination diet that I have begun. Oh, because she doesn't eat egg or dairy. She doesn't eat dairy or eggs. I think this is the route I need to go because I did my Everly Well test. And it said that I was highly reactive to egg whites and moderately reactive to egg yolks. And given the fact my brother was like extremely allergic to eggs growing up, I think that that could be a culprit, which is a very big problem for me. At least it doesn't show in your skin, though. But does it? Because maybe sometimes the reason why my skin is freaking out is because I'm going ham on eggs or baked goods. Do you eat a lot of dairy? I don't feel like I do. I I usually get like oat milk. I was like trying to go through my routine, but honestly, I'm a sweets person. So any baked good has some form of dairy in it. Everything has eggs. So I feel like it really the biggest thing is going to be cutting out sweets, which I just need to anyways. Let's be real. You you live in Los Angeles. You're going to be okay. No, I'm going to be fine. The hardest part was just making a cognizant effort to be like, is there dairy in this? Or if people ask you for your dietary restrictions, which I usually like laugh out loud about, I will now have to be like no dairy or egg, which should be really fun for anybody planning to have me on a
0: trip. Half the people on a press trip, anyone in LA. True. I mean, you're obviously an adult, so you're going to be able to figure out what you can and cannot eat. It's like so stressful. I feel bad for like Parents. Like I know that her daughters can't eat egg or dairy and it's like freaking in everything. Yeah. And that's why she like started that. We were also
2: talking about melasma. And I was, you know, saying, you know, I have melasma because I have this IUD. When I don't have birth control or I'm not on birth control, it goes away. And she's like, it's the complete opposite for me. Like when I'm on birth control, my skin is perfect. When I get off of it, I have like the most insane melasma. She was telling me like all the crazy things that she does for it. And she takes like this liquid form of. Glutathion. Yes, and she's like, you have to do the liquid form. It's expensive as hell, but it's like extremely helpful to me. I have pills that I take from Doctor Sam. I take this like Dim Elite supplement that helps. I take Helioplex. I take Ninkotinamide. I take my Tranexamic acid pills. I take a lot of them, but not consistently
0: recently. So I'm back on that
2: train. I'm back on so many trains.
0: Dude, Evelyn a- Tan is a huge fan of Guthuthion, by the way, because it's also in a lot of like whitening beauty products in the Philippines. Yes, Evelyn Tan, still on that whitening and lightning train, <laughs> ma'am.
2: Like, I feel like just summer I was neglecting it a little bit, but now I'm like back hardcore into my droplet, back hardcore into my new face, which if you guys have not picked up the new, new face that connects to the phone, It is 100% a game changer because it goes deeper into the skin with these different settings. I have the mini and I think the mini may be replacing the Trinity for me. Oh. It's so small. It's just like 11 minutes and you do your whole face and neck and you're done. I see results. It's truly incredible. If y'all don't know this, Droplet has different modes. If you connect it to the app, there is a mode, which it's kind of funny. They created these new collagen hydrophil capsules because. When I first started talking about Droplet, I talked about how I noticed the hollows under my eyes becoming less prominent. They made these capsules specifically for the under eye because I mentioned this.
0: Oh my God, they should name the capsule after you,
2: the Kirby capsule. Yeah. By the way, y'all, like for New Face, for Droplet, anything, we have codes on our shop our shelf. If you're considering buying, go use the code and get a discount because why not? But I feel like I'm in the thick of getting back
0: into all of these different devices. I feel like summer is just hard. Summer is just hard for everything. You're, you're traveling, you know, you're like mostly concerned with sunscreen and protecting your skin from the sun. There's a lot of like day parties and events and all those things. So you sort of just like, I'll handle it later. So I feel like end of year and then, you know, obviously beginning of year, everyone's like, OK, let's get back on this train, this wagon, whatever the horse Whatever vehicle that you get on. <laughs> Whatever mode of transportation. Exactly. Like a lime bike or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Speaking of, I'm like, I need to go see Dr. Sam for like a annual, biannual checkup.
2: Oh, I need to go see Dr. Sam because I need her to remove a few moles. I want to do some microneedling. I want to get some Daxify. See how that works. Oh, yeah. I want the whole nine. There's been a little bit of experimental time with other people. Yeah, Mike, tell me the tea. Should I be trying this or not, please, Dr. Sam? Oh, I'm sure
0: she'll be like, yes,
2: absolutely. Yeah, we need to like have our date and go together.
0: There's a new clinic on Melrose and they're going to do the scan of your skin and tell you how old you are. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't. <laughs> you don't want to do it. Rationale, you can keep that. Have,
2: have fun, enjoy I don't need to be told if I look older than I actually am because then you're fucked because there's no amount of anything, in my humble opinion, that can take like 20 years off. Like if they're like, Kirby, you look like you're a 50-year-old woman. I'm sorry. No amount of melasma, brightening,
0: no amount of lifting will change that I look like I'm 50. Okay. Well, you don't look like you're 50. I'm curious because I've never done something like that before that scans like the sun aging or sorry, sun damage. And I just am so curious from, you know, growing up in Southern California and like spending a lot of time running outside and stuff like how that has affected my skin. Okay. I see the benefit
2: in that. I did one of those when I first moved to LA. I would love to see the comparison from then to now. Yeah. I'm sure that there is an improvement. No. My skin was literally perfect before. I'm not kidding. I'm not shitting you. No sun damage on my entire face, except for
0: my eyelids. Oh, that's right. But you don't lay out. You wear a lot of sunscreen. You take care of your skin. I walk a dog, Sarah. Like, I do. I know, but you have a visor. You have a hat. You do more than the average person, I'll tell you that much. Rationale, you're going to have to get some morale for me to come. Well, I'll be doing the test and reporting back. But Kirby, tell me what is currently on your face or your lips? Okay, I'm excited because
2: somebody actually just asked me about this. So I'm like, perf, we can talk about it on WIFE. So when I went to the Augustinus Botter event, somebody asked me because I posted a photo with Melanie Griffith. They were like, what's your lip combo here? And I'm like, please, let me tell you, it's my new fave. So if you're not already on the Makeup Forever Artist color pencil train, please collect yourselves. What are you doing with your life? I don't trust people that don't like lip liner, going to be honest, because that means that you just don't like defining, accentuating, and loving your lips. Lip liner, honestly, I don't need a lipstick. I don't need a lip gloss. I just need a lip liner that
0: I can blur and buff and just go. I totally miss this photo and everyone looks incredible.
2: I mean, I also think the flash on that camera was blowing everybody to high heavens because
0: everyone was like, what has Melanie Griffith been
2: doing to her face? And I'm like, she has wrinkles. I mean, she obviously looks beautiful in that photo, but she looks
0: beautiful in real life. But she has wrinkles like she has like folds and crevices of her face. Side note, when Robin Black was taking my photo, I was like, what's your secret? blowing the people the fuck out by the way robin black beauty is boring took
2: our photos Sam. i need this woman to take my photo every day of my life i know
0: and she's so good the lip combo in this photo it's incredible
2: yeah the lip combo in this photo is the makeup forever artist color pencil i usually am a big fan of anywhere caffeine that is the liner that miss Haley biba has sold out and guys i'm not kidding You cannot find this thing. I've gone to Sephora. I've gone to Nigel's, Nami's. I've been to a beauty emporium. I've been everywhere that sells makeup forever. You cannot buy it on the website. It's literally sold out because this woman talked about it like one time. Maybe she uses it like once a week. You would think that this is like the only product she's ever used in her life because of how many people are obsessed with this color. So it's a really great color. It's more on the brown side. Okay. On me, it kind of reads like a warm brownish pink. Which is weird because some people looks just like straight brown, like a cocoa color.
0: I mean, it's like a nude on you. Yes, but like more pink than like a neutral. Right. Like it matches your lip more than just like turning into just a brown.
2: And it is a little bit darker than like pillow talk. Like when I wear pillow talk, pillow talk obviously reads more pink, like more pink, like my lip color. This definitely does read more brown, more fall more whatever. If you have a deeper skin tone, maybe this is going to read more of like a neutral nude for you. And honestly, I think for like dark skin tones, this probably is going to be way too light anywhere caffeine. But there's another color that has like taken my heart. And the combo is makeup forever, artist color pencil, an up and down tan. It is more of a pink. I would not describe it as pink. I wouldn't look at it and be like, oh, it's a pink color, but it has more of a pink tone to it. That particular photo, I topped it with the Rode Peptide Lip Glaze, which it was actually hilarious because I was at that dinner and literally everybody, when they were reapplying, it was the Rode Lip Glaze. I'm like, okay, clearly it's a fan favorite. But I have been wearing my lip pencils with Scrandy Beauty's Spicy Sauce Extreme Lip Plumper. Scrandy. Okay, Scrandy, I freaking love the name. Can we look up what Scrandy means? Because I hope it's not. I'm like, I don't know what Scrandy means.
0: When you look it up, it's, I don't know, but like a little Scrandy. I want to get a little Scrandy. Scrandy is for those who want premium makeup products without the premium prices.
2: We need to ask the founder, but regardless, I'm freaking obsessed. Okay. It's called Scrandy Beauty. Doesn't make you just want to be like a little Scrandy, a little Scrandy. I love it.
0: Yeah, I think it's a made up word. Okay, so I love
2: Scrandy. So they have this called Spicy Sauce Extreme Lip Plumper. It says, overline your lips for best results. So like, instead of just like putting it on your pout, like go over your lip line, top and bottom. And it says, takes three minutes to develop. Warning for lips only. I know people are saying that this is like super spicy, like extremely spicy. For me, it's not like two-faced. It's like a mild spice. Yes, like two faces, like you cannot kiss your child.
0: Yeah, no, you literally can't. It's like a warning.
2: Like disclaimer, your (laughs) child will become injured, okay?
0: Even your pets.
2: Yes, like don't let your pet lick your lips because it will just be crying and yelping. But with this, it's really interesting because it's kind of like a slow burn. So you put it on, it doesn't immediately start, like you're not like, ah, what's going on? Very, very slowly, it's like a slow release and you do feel it, it does feel spicy to that point. It does feel like it's starting to plump, but it doesn't hurt, which I appreciate. And I actually like really love the feeling of it. It's a clear gloss. It comes with this big old doe foot. And I just, you can see I have like lipstick all over it because I put it over all my lip liners. And it's an independent company, which I like to support. So I'm really just a big, big fan. It's $20. This has gone viral on TikTok like a thousand times. It says online that All orders placed October 10th through 18th. will have a three to five business day processing time. So just know that it's like, you know, in high demand. And it feels like it has this warming sensation. So it kind of plumps up the lips, gives you that little pout, that little lift to the top and bottom lip, if you will. And that's my lip combo. And I'm obsessed. And people have been asking me about my lip combos lately. And I guess TikTok has also really put the lip combo moment on the map. Because I didn't really think anybody ever cared about a lip combo before. But now everyone's like, oh, what combo is on your lips? And I'm like, let me tell you, I got a
0: liner and a lip gloss. Because it's always been a combo. It's not like it's a new thing. Like no one's ever just worn one shade of a lipstick. I mean, maybe, but you've like at least prepped your lip with a lip liner or something else. Yeah. So I'm a really big fan. The Makeup Forever Artist pencils are truly, truly
2: great. And they made this really great eyeshadow palette recently that I can't get enough of. It's it's my go-to. I can't stop using it. It's the Artist Color Pro Palette, and it's $40. It comes in this really cute tin. There are nine pans. Eight of them are eyeshadows, and then there's like a big kind of like highlighter pan. I have the shade Ginger. It's mostly like neutral browns and like shimmery browns, And then there's like this pop of yellow if you wanted to play with it. It's great. Uh, Anyways, I just I've loved to make up forever for a really long time.
0: And I don't feel like they get enough love. I know. They're so good. Everything they do is so great
2: because they're like a staple. You know, it's like, have you tried the new Kate Somerville moisturizer? Mm hmm. Do you like it? Oh, my God. It's extremely my shit. No, I'm fucking obsessed with this.
0: I think it might be the best moisturizer I've ever tried. I'm not kidding. It's so good. I'm talking about it on KTLA tomorrow. Oh, perfect. A recommendation for fall, but it would be one that I would wear all year round.
2: It's a water cream. And I know water creams aren't new, but however this one was formulated, it just is like enveloping your skin in hydration. It is delightful. I cannot get enough of this. I just hazardly was like, oh, I haven't tried a new Kate Somerville product in a minute. Threw it on my face and
0: was like, wow, this is my new jam. I'm so obsessed. It's going to be, I feel like, everyone's pick for the colder months. It's just so good. I wanted to add that I got my makeup done when I was in Paris with L'Oreal by this incredible woman named Portia Cooper. And she is like a very successful makeup artist. She does like all of the models. She does Mary J. Blige's makeup. And she did my makeup and I was obsessed with how she did it. And a tip from her for lip liner, which I just love how every makeup artist has like a different tip for lip liner, but she was doing my lips and I was like, oh my God, it looks so good. Or do you like overline? And she's like, no, I don't overline. But when I'm applying the lip liner, I literally draw it like on top of your line. Not on the outer, but like just you have to like sit on top because I feel like a lot of people either go inside or they'll do too much and like try to overline. And then it's like so obvious that you're overlining your lips. So she was like, if you just follow directly to <laughs> trace your lip line, it's like, oh, do you want to know how to do that? Like very easily.
2: I can't remember someone if you've seen this video as well please like let us know. But you tilt your head back when you're looking in the mirror and then you can see the white line around your lip line and you can apply it. And literally it works like a charm. And I will go a little bit heavier in my Cupid's bow. Like I'll actually overline that a little bit. Yeah. And it just kind of pulls it all together. It looks fabulous. But yeah, tilt your head back. Mine's not
0: white though. Well, good for you. You're not losing pigment in your lips, you bitch. Great. No, but I'm like have the opposite where I'm like, I'm going to have to bleach this one day. Why? Because it's like it just looks like there's like a shadow, like almost like melasma, but not. You don't have melasma? I don't know. I can't remember who I asked about it. And they're like, just like exfoliate over your lips. It's just my worst fear. Get
2: like a little finger exfoliator. Girl, my worst fear realized when I was in middle school, I literally had this like thick blonde mustache. It was so embarrassing.
0: Oh my God. No, Sam, we talked about this. I was teased. A little boy, Menace, came up to me and was like, Why do you have a mustache?
2: Boys are menaces. If I have a boy and he treats women like that, I'll smack that little shit up. Let's do headlines. I do have a public service announcement. I am going live with Dr. Dennis Gross tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on his website. Our favorite duo. Thank you. Love this man. We are doing a masterclass on vitamin C and antioxidants. The last masterclass we did was all about the efficacy of those daily peels that Sarah and I are obsessed with. There's so much amazing science, but they had just come out with more information about what makes them so effective and how they actually work. So that was what that was all about. This one, he has a new vitamin C line that includes ingredients to help the ingredient penetrate deeper into the skin. And I've been using it, loving it. If you're in the market for a new vitamin C product, or maybe you're curious about, the efficacy of this one, or maybe you want to learn more about free radicals. We're going to go into a whole thing about free radicals and why it's super important, like what damage they're actually doing to your skin and why using antioxidants is important. Please join us tonight. There will be a discount code. Woohoo! If you can't make it during the actual session, you can play it back later and still utilize that code. But I think it'll only be eligible for like a week. So go watch, get the code. I think it might be 20% off. And that's like site wide. So if you want to get that LED mask, get on it. Holidays, y'all. If you have any questions for Dr. Dennis Gross, that would be the time to like actually get access to talk to a professional, which I think is very, very valuable. Because he answered every question that we had the last time. So it was great. Sarah and I have been
0: like sitting on this piece of information for so long and we're like, can we even talk about this? Like this feels weird. But now everyone is talking about it. So let's dive into this controversial topic. Oh, 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 (laughs) Ozempic. Oh my God, everyone has seen like those commercials, right? If you're still buying cable TV, there are a lot of people who are taking this drug called Ozempic, which is a diabetes injection. People are taking it for weight loss purposes. And like a lot of people, everyone, this uh, Wall Street Journal article, it says it's the talk of Hollywood tech and the Hamptons. Yes, correct. Basically rich people. Rich people because it's expensive. It is $900 before insurance for one injection pen, which typically lasts a month. Oh, that's crazy. I heard it's even more expensive. Well, probably now because you can't get it anywhere. True. It says
2: it's easily going to be 1200 to $1,500 per month if you want this ozempic
0: pen. Crazy. And in order for it to actually work, in order for you to lose weight, you know, quickly, you have to continue to take it because it suppresses your appetite. Once you stop, it doesn't work anymore. So I don't know how long people are taking this for, but... <laughs> Once you stop, it stops working. Okay, so here's the thing. The variety story mentions, like they
2: consulted an expert, like a dietary expert, and he was like, we haven't studied this for that long. Like the only studies that they have on Ozempic are like two years max. So they don't know like the potential ramifications of this long term. And
0: it is not FDA approved for weight loss. Wait, I think it is. Not Ozempic. The ingredient in Ozempic which is called semaglutide. This is what stimulates insulin production and targets areas of the brain that regulate appetite. That is FDA approved. And that is in Ozempic. It's in Wagovi. Wagovi is the FDA approved weight loss medication. Okay. Well, when we spoke to Dr. Zeichner a few months ago, he already knew that this was a thing that people were doing and taking. And so he explained to Kirby and myself, like how this works like the drug classifications and the differences.
3: All right, guys, this is controversial. And for everybody out there, I'm like getting real up close to this camera. I am not controversy, okay? I am not making any comments whatsoever on any public figures, nothing like that. I'm just talking in the medical community. Um, We were talking a lot about weight loss. And there actually is this new class of medications that actually help with weight loss and Um, There's actually one medicine that's approved both for weight loss under one brand name and for diabetes under another brand name. And the diabetes medication is called Ozempic and the weight loss medication is called Wygovi. And these are injectable medications. I'm a dermatologist, not an endocrinologist or a weight loss specialist. But these medications are available and significantly help um, patients uh, lose weight. Yeah, so it's, it's my understanding that these are um, identical um, drugs, but they have to go through FDA approval for different endpoints. And, and I think it's marketed under two different names, depending on the approval.
0: Kirby, you mentioned there's another one, too. So, OK, there's Ozempic, there's
2: Wigobi, and then there's Marjuo. Hold on. I can't remember. There is another one. OK, but that one's like not, I think, FDA approved. Not even for diabetes? I think it might be, but it's like still jury still out. We don't know. OK, this is why I got confused, because in 2021, it says FDA approves new drug treatment for chronic weight management first since
0: 2014. So why are people, though, not going for Wolgovi and instead going for Ozempic? Honestly, I don't know how anyone's getting either of them, <laughs> to be honest, because in this Wall Street Journal article, they interview an OBGYN who is based in Santa Monica, who prescribes it to her patients, which I just feel like that seems not okay. Is it because her patients that are pregnant are like gaining too much weight? And it's like a risk? I highly doubt that you would be able to take this while pregnant. So there is a gynecologist in Santa Monica. Her name is Shamsa Amersi. Her clientele includes celebrities. She said she prescribes the drug to some people who have exhausted other avenues for weight loss, including women who have underlying hormonal issues that may contribute to difficulties losing weight. Yeah, like PCOS. Mm -hmm. I tell my patients to use this to retrain the way that they eat. So perhaps you won't get in trouble for prescribing this for weight loss purposes, but maybe it's like a just, you know, a temporary thing where it's like, okay, you can take this for six months or something like that. Which obviously, at least they're being monitored by a doctor while using this. But the Wall Street Journal also said that like Elon Musk tweeted that he was taking Wagovi. Yes. I think you guys can make inferences as to who's taking Wagovi
2: or Ozempic. There's a lot of people who have lost a lot of weight very quickly. In a quick amount of time. That's all we got to say about it. But it's so interesting because... We had Dr. Zeichner on this summer, and when we interviewed him, he like brought this up point blank. And we were like, I think we have to cut this out. Not because he named any names. He was very clear that he was not insinuating anything. We felt a little weird about it.
0: Yeah. We don't we don't talk about weight loss that much, if at all, ever, on this podcast. And obviously, it wasn't why Dr. Zeichner was on the podcast at all, but it was interesting what he mentioned. Because like we said, obviously, like now everyone is talking about it.
2: It just reminds me of the master cleanse. Obviously, this is different because it's an actual you know, medication that you have <laughs> yeah. to inject into your body. But like, I remember, it's just like, get skinny quick vibes. Like, what can I do? I feel like in the case of this OBGYN, if her clients are struggling, like they're trying everything, they've exhausted every avenue. And it's like, what is going on? I totally get that. And I don't shame anybody for wanting to lose weight ever. But I do think like this get skinny quick situation is a little concerning, especially with how thin some of these people are starting to appear.
0: And also because to your point earlier, Kirby, they've only run tests and clinicals on this or whatever for two years and not in the weight loss. So we don't know. I mean, and if you've watched any of those Ozempic commercials that run the like very end when they like talk about the side effects really quickly, you're like, holy shit, that's a lot. With any sort of get skinny quick method, great. You lose the weight really quickly. You look the way that you want, sure. But when you stop taking it, like I said earlier, or you stop doing the master cleanse or you stop whatever, if you don't train yourself to make these habits a thing in your day-to-day life, like obviously you might gain that weight back really quickly.
2: When you stop taking it, you'd have to maintain the same level of not eating because what it does is it suppresses your appetite. So it satiates you more. So when you eat, you stay full longer. I mean, it sounds like a pretty risky situation. Like we say all of that, right? It's like, there's all these side effects. We don't know the long-term effects. Like, is this like a body standard that like we should be promoting again? It feels like it's going back to like, you know, heroin chic back in the 90s. But I also think like the bigger issue is that the people that need Ozempic are not being able to get it because they're like back ordered. Like, I want to read this quote from Variety. In Variety, it says more concerning, according to numerous reports, is that an overwhelming demand is leaving those who need the injections grappling with a reduced supply. A second version of the semi-glutide called Wagobi, which we mentioned, which specifically targets obesity, by the way, obesity, not just the, like 10 pounds, yes, is also making the rounds and seems to be scarcely available. The drug made international headlines three months ago after going viral on TikTok as the trend My Ozympic Journey showcased eye-popping transformations. TikTok.
1: Ah.
0: Like did Ozempic do this? Is this like a paid campaign by Ozempic? Ozempic on its website clearly states it is not a weight loss drug. However, third party people want to like advertise it. I think, you know, that's their choice. But I'm sure Ozempic's like, please, please. Like, we don't want to be slapped with, like, a lawsuit in 10 years. No, maybe they like it. They're like, well,
2: it's selling it, so why not? Like, I don't think these pharma companies care, but it says that this doctor that they consulted, Dr. Lee, added that the maximum weight loss exhibited in most patients is 15% of body mass, bringing us back to the awful truth that the resourceful people of Hollywood are loath to hear. It comes down to lifestyle, activity, eating right, and stress management. And this is hilarious, okay? I was, like, crying laughing when I read this. Like any miracle weight loss drug, there is skepticism about long-term use. In addition to a leaner figure, a notable side effect is gastrointestinal phenomena, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, according to town and country. When asked about this unpleasant risk, one talent publicist put it bluntly. Who cares? Everyone who works in this business has IBS anyways. I was (laughs) like, wow.
0: Okay. Uh, Hot girls have IBS? Nobody cares, I guess. That's so funny. (laughs)
2: Next week, Los Angeles is sponsored by
0: Ozempic. Oh, 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 (laughs) Ozempic. This quote from this registered dietitian from the Wall Street Journal, she said, when you stop taking it, you lose that feeling of fullness, that benefit of not being as hungry. And now your hunger signals and cues can become a lot stronger.
2: (laughs) So you're like ravenous. You're like fucking freaking out. You're like binging, essentially.
0: Yes, yes. So my sister has a dear friend who she mentioned is diabetic and is taking Ozempic or the semiglutide because she has diabetes and she's lost a lot of weight. So like I can see that it's worked. Like it actually it does work. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's the benefit. Yeah, she's not taking it to lose weight, but it's just crazy. And it's just expensive as hell. I was like, I don't want the teens to get it. But I guess if it's super expensive, it's going to be really hard for them to get
2: it. Oh, Lord. Okay. well, that's what's going on. Uh, That's like the latest like diet culture phenomena happening in Hollywood, which is just insane. I
0: feel like it's been a minute since we've had one.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was like prolon, which was like what Gwyneth Paltrow has purportedly used. Listen, when people like make these crazy transformations and they're famous, they're getting help. Yeah.
0: This is not something that they like just were so much more diligent than every other person. No, you have a nutritionist, you have a chef, you have a personal trainer, you have your own gym, you have all the things, all the resources. It's like when you join a
2: Marvel movie, Disney like sets you up. They're like, you got to get the superhero bod. Yeah. This is what you have to do. You basically have to work out all day, every day. Yeah, and it literally takes over your life. Like Rob McElhaney, who is in Welcome to Wrexham with Ryan Reynolds, he's also in Always Sunny, he like is ripped right now. And everyone's like, dude, like, what did you do? And he's like, let me just tell you.
4: I'm gonna break it down for you because it's actually quite simple. And anybody can do this. Anybody on the planet can do this. First things first, if you have a job, like a nine to five job, quit that. Now, do you like food? Forget about that because you're never going to enjoy anything you eat. Alcohol, sorry, that's out. So what you're going to need to do is you have a chef, right, like, like a personal chef. So make sure the chef uh, makes you a lot of chicken breast and make sure you keep your caloric intake at a certain level. And as you go to your physician two to three times a week just to monitor all your testosterone levels because testosterone is important to, to building muscle. You're good friends with the trainer from Magic Mike, right, Aaron Babayan, so you wanna give Aaron a call and you wanna make sure he's at your house uh, and takes you to the gym at least twice a day uh, because you're gonna wanna do your muscle building in the morning and then your cardio in the afternoon. Uh, Now, do you have a family, like a significant other or kids? Yeah, forget about them. You're not gonna have time to deal with them. So uh, that's really all you have to do and make sure that you have said studio Uh, pay for the entire thing because it could become exceptionally expensive. So I think if you just do all of those things, then you too can have an absolutely unrealistic uh, body type such as me.
2: You're starving. You're going to the gym like seven hours a day. You have no life. You hate everybody. He's like, I look like this, but like getting here was literally miserable. I'm like, cool, cool. I think I just value eating way too much. And I hate the gym. I've been like avoiding working out because I've like been hating it so much. And Patrick's like, you don't get endorphins and stuff like after you work out? I'm like, no, I actually don't. I'm mad to be there. I don't want to be there. (laughs) I do it strictly because I have to. Like I need a reset. So I actually paused my future membership that I have on my phone. Like it's like a, a personal trainer in your phone. It's causing me more stress to have this. I need to figure out what I like.
0: Exactly. And it's good to take breaks. Your body needs breaks. As long as you're moving, it's going to be okay. My body needs muscle memory. So I'm a little nervous. Because when you get older,
2: like working out is not like a fun thing. It's like a necessity for life so that you can like wake up and not like have every
0: bone in your body be cracking. What a life that we lead. Walking is great. I walk my dog. Walking has been proven to be beneficial in so many levels. So I need to touch grass and take a walk.
2: Okay, uh, final headline of the week. I don't know if anybody that's gotten on TikTok and has not heard about this Bethany Frankel fiasco. Kirby, I don't know anything. Tell me, what is going on? Okay, so as you know, Bethany Frankel, former housewife, extremely smart businesswoman, started Skinny Girl, blew up, sold her company for millions of dollars. Like she's a very, very wealthy businesswoman, Okay. She started doing beauty tutorials online, specifically on TikTok, and people are eating them up because she's essentially like trying the most expensive products, the cheapest products and telling people like what works, what's worth it, whatever. And there is a creator on TikTok. Her name is Meredith Lynch. I think she might have a background in editorial. I'm not super familiar with her. But she does deep dives on different people. And I will say this, some of the stuff I think she's doing is like really, really important. Some other stuff I'm like, I think you're taking it a little too far. Like this clearly is just a thing that you keep going after for views, which I think is a fair assessment, honestly. And she may agree with that, but she has been going hard on Bethany Frankel. And recently, Bethany Frankel slapped her with a cease and desist. Slapped her and another person on the platform with a cease and desist, okay? And Meredith, told everybody why and said, like, I don't have the funds to like fight this, but it's like really messed up because I didn't say anything that wasn't public information. So I was really trying to get to the bottom of like, why would you be served a cease and desist? Because this doesn't look good for Bethany in any shape, way or form. So like, what did she say to like trigger this? And initially it was, I was trying to piece together different videos and like figure it out. Originally, it was said that Meredith talked about Bethany's trademarks because when you're rich, you can acquire different trademarks, pay whatever fees just to have them. And one of the trademarks was it's a scam. And it was filed last year in 2021. And Bethany really didn't blow up talking about beauty products until I think 2022. And so Meredith was kind of saying like, This whole thing that she's doing is very contrived. It's not genuine. Like, she had this plan all along. Like, this was a business strategy. She wants to come out with a new makeup line, whatever. That's what I was getting from this, essentially. I was like, oh, God, okay. So Bethany's like, well, guess what? The trademark isn't for beauty. It's a scam is not for beauty. It's actually for, like, podcasting, entertainment, and whatever. And I say it's a scam a lot in my daily life. So that's why we trademarked it last year. It wasn't like this you know, plotted thing where we were going to move forward and try to create a business out of it. She's like, I own the word food porn. I don't plan on doing anything with this, but like we just decided to trademark it, which I was like, okay, weird, but whatever. Okay, so then I go back and I'm watching more of Meredith's videos. Meredith did not say, as far as I can tell, based on this video, that it's a scam trademark had anything to do with makeup or beauty. She said exactly what Bethany said.
1: If you don't believe that everything that Bethany Frankel is doing on here isn't completely pre-planned, years in the works, well, maybe this will change your mind. May I present to you a trademark search? Even Better Bites is one of the corporations that... Bethany files a lot of her trademarks under. And if you look here, you might recognize some of these things like the big shot with Bethany. But this is where it gets so interesting. So you know how lately Bethany's been like yelling in into the pool house void about it's a scam. So like she's been saying all these things are a scam, blah, blah, blah. And it's coming across well, not to me, but it's coming across as very authentic because it's like this happened to me and now I've decided it's a scam and I'm calling scams out. This is my new like it's coming across as if she had this one incident happen with the place stealing her, you know, you know, content or whatever. Um, and now she's just yelling scam again and again. Well, what if I told you that this whole it's a scam thing has been in the works for quite a while and we have the trademark to prove it? Shall we double-click, Bethany? Bethany filed for It's a Scam in December of 2021. This has been completely planned. So maybe things like a podcast will come out, maybe a talk show, hats, baseball caps, T-shirts, sweatshirts. I'll tell you what I, I'm not going to say it because you know what? Lest we forget, I called another another Bravo star out for having something that was scam- ish, in my opinion. And I almost lost everything that I owned. Bethany, don't send me a cease and desist. She was like,
2: you know, Bethany trademarked it to scam and it could be for podcasting, for entertainment, a talk show, whatever. So I'm like, why would you serve her a cease and desist for that? Like, literally, she's not even saying anything that's not publicly known. You know what I mean? Like, if Meredith had talked about this trademark and gotten it wrong, because that's the point Bethany was initially trying to make, that there are different things that you can get trademarks for. It's kind of like the road, road thing, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, this is not for beauty or whatever.
1: I just got off the phone with my lawyer for the dum-dums in the room. I filed in podcasts, in television, and for hats and clothing. So I didn't file for it in any other place. So take a fucking seat if you don't know what you're talking about.
2: And that's not what Meredith was even saying. She was just saying that this was like a very calculated thing I mean, I kind of get it if Bethany's like, well, it's not that I just decided to start saying it's a scam. I always have said it's a scam. And maybe that's the incorrect component that she's like basically demanding a cease and desist for. It's very, very convoluted and confusing to me because it doesn't seem fair for Meredith Lynch to be be served a cease and desist for basically disclosing something that you can Google and look up for yourself.
0: And then has Bethany been speaking about this? Yes, Bethany did put out a video that she deleted. And
2: initially, when I was still trying to gather the information, I was like, I feel like this has to be nuanced because initially I thought it was that Meredith had said, you know, this it's a scam thing is going to be based around like beauty or something like that, which I'm like, what kind of makes sense. Yeah. And if she's saying that, like, it's a scam thing was like not authentic, that it was very calculated, I'm like. First of all, that would be a big problem because A, Bethany has like all these stories out about how authentic she is in her reviews and how people love it. And if she's going to launch a beauty brand after trashing other brands, like that is a conflict of interest for a brand founder, right? I was kind of like, um, that's weird. But then I'm looking into it and I'm watching this video from Meredith and Meredith is not saying anything about it being a makeup line. She's just like, this trademark was filed last year. So now Meredith cannot speak about Bethany at all, ever. I don't believe so. And Bethany keeps bringing up, which I actually think may be the impetus for the cease and desist really is her, her charity, Be Strong. Meredith, I think, used to work in maybe grant writing or fundraising in some way. And so she has several videos about Be Strong and how it's not actually a charity in her point of view.
1: In regards to Bethany's philanthropic work, I think it's wonderful that she raises awareness for global disasters, uh, et cetera. I worked in nonprofit fundraising for 10 years. I did a little bit of uh, research on Be Strong, which is actually, um, it's not a 501c3. It is, it's actually called Global Empowerment Mission, and that is a nonprofit. Um, And I would just say this, and and Bethany does not, is not global empowerment mission it's it's a completely own separate entity um i would say this and i could say more if you guys want to hear more but um i would i would give elsewhere in regards to the financials of global empowerment mission which is where all of the money that be strong collects it actually goes if you click on the donate button for be strong it actually brings you to the global empowerment mission donate page um, or to their basically to their conduit.
2: Okay, so I think this could potentially be the reason she's so pissed. Yes, because it's a Be Strong Foundation. It's a 501c3 organization with an IRS ruling of 2011 and donations are tax deductible. And so Meredith in her videos were saying like that this is not a nonprofit. It's actually run by the Global Empowerment Mission And I'm now on the Glow World Empowerment Mission Organization's website, and they have a partnership with Be Strong. And it says, Bethany Frankel's Be Strong program is a disaster relief initiative that provides real-time emergency assistance to individuals and their families in crisis. Our mission is to empower people struck with tragedy by providing gift cards, emergency aid, food and shelter to disaster victims. And then it says, all funds donated to Global Empowerment Mission through the b Strong Partnership are restricted to the distribution and logistics of purchasing and delivering disaster release supplies, sending rescue teams to disaster-struck areas, and distributing gift cards to affected populations. 100% of b Strong donations go directly to helping individuals in disaster-affected areas with no administrative or overhead expenses withdrawn. GEM is Global Empowerment Mission is a registered 501c3 charitable organization. So... I think it's not so much about these trademarks that like perhaps Bethany and Meredith are getting tied up in. I think it probably has to be about be strong because like Bethany is is very vocal. I mean, she was very vocal about that. She came out with a response, like I think she's in a car or something. And I was just like, what the hell's going on? She kept talking about the trademarks initially, but then she was like, if you are going to like, you know, be derogatory about my charity, like then I'm going to come after you. So I feel like that's probably the impetus for the cease and desist. I did reach out to Meredith. I asked if she would want to talk about it. And she was like, I am taking a break. And I was like, understood. And like, she probably can't. Yeah, that's the other part. I was like, she probably can't. This is not apparently the first time this has happened. And I definitely need more details. But like the whole trademark thing, if Bethany Frankel wants to come on and talk about what specifically about the trademark thing was so upsetting, I think a lot of people would want to know. Because like that's the piece of this that I think everyone's like, Meredith did not say you were launching anything other than like potentially, you know, podcasting, entertainment, whatever. I just would love to get to the bottom of it. I think a lot of people would too, you know? Yeah, so juicy. But anyways, that has the beauty spin because it was like a whole beauty fiasco.
0: I don't I don't know what the hell. When in like reality, it's like not even really about beauty. It's not even, no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking
2: beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, Be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles
0: Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelispod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms.
2: Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson, and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.